Show me the money. Show me the money. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak. This beautiful Saturday morning, episode 266. Beautiful morning. The weather is very windy, though. Very windy. A big congrats to Mark, who broke my high sale record at uh, midnight last night. Um, Do you want to go? What was your high sale record? Warrywood for like 17 mil. Yeah. 17 mil. 45 to 49 Warrywood Road. 17? Yeah, 16.7 plus stamp duty, like 17.8. Oh, my God. It's massive. <laughs> so we're just, we just did a deal just thought, just short of $30 million uh, at uh, uh, almost midnight last night. But it's a new day. It's a new day, new it's show. New Saturday. And there's, and you want to talk about money? I want to talk about money. Um, there was a great article, Financial Review, which basically responsible lending laws to be acts. These were introduced in 2009, and love can, to give everyone's opinion can on. That, can you read that crazy clause, that crazy <laughs> sentence that you read out before when we we're doing our research? Yeah, it's um. <laughs> This is about lending for you guys out there, mums, dads, business, small businesses. Listen to this. Yeah. So great emphasis on self-responsibility means lenders will not be penalised if borrowers mislead on their loan applications, enabling banks to rely on income and expense information provided by the borrowers, speeding up the credit approval process. So basically, banks have been worrying about getting spanked if if uh, people going for loans are being misleading. So banks were like, check, 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 triple check, double check, quadruple check, eight times check, and it just has gotten out of control. Yes. And, bank, and now the government's saying, we're not going to spank you, Mr. Bank. Spank the bank. Yeah, so th- good morning. I've just put those comments. I just put that uh, paragraph in the comments so you'll be able to read that. Uh, let me bring it up. Now, I think I'd love to talk, talk about on a couple of things this morning. <laughs> so there's a couple of reactions to this I'd love to chat about. So you've got what will this do to the property market, as in go down, do nothing, go up. There's that point. But then there's also, is it a good thing, the the morality of it? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Mark, what do you think this will do to the property market? And we're not giving financial advice, guys and girls. We're just making observations yeah. as to how this changes the property market. But my observation is they really can't go any lower or much lower on interest rates. And they mm. want to. They want to. They want to you know a, a, they want to like shake up that property market and make and make it just rock and roll a little bit they can't put the rates down they're going what can we do what can we do and this is something they can do yeah we touched on this um probably a year ago when they changed some of the le- there's we did, we've discussed on other shows there's like levers to pull back a market and to pull back and uh, push up a market, and I think they did it. Would have been like two years and now, two years ago now. One were the the laws, but also serviceability was one metric. Interest rates up or downs, another metric. And as you just said, interest rates you can't go much lower. So what else can they do? 
and basically yeah. this is what they're going to do. Um, so this will mean, I think where this is going to really help people without, initially people think, well, it's just going to enable people to lie, to get loans. But there's a lot of people who are self-employed, have their own yes. companies who had to jump through so many hoops to prove income satisfactory to the banks because they were so scared to prove, like, to approve them and they're jumping through hoops. So I think when you read, well, when you read that clause, it almost sounds like that, you know, it's the government's supporting or promoting people to not tell the truth, but it's not that at all. It's just the compliance that was forced upon banks due to that clause was just yes. making it unobtainable. And my, well, you know, I was talking to a mortgage broker yesterday. Now, the mortgage broker yesterday, this is what he said to me about um, um, he's a platinum he's a platinum broker, right? So his loans, a platinum broker, I think he was talking about Westpac. Anyway, mm. you know, he's one, he's one of the top tier uh, lenders for Westpac. They have said for a good client that they, he puts forward to process their loan, to get, to get, the, them to look at not process the loan to get them to look at the loan in the credit queue was 10 days mm. it was it was in four tiers the top client the top broker got the loans looked at quicker than the broker that doesn't send them much many deals through that bank the top broker it was 10 to 14 days just to look at the file the worst broker, as in the broker that doesn't put much volume through that bank, it was 45 days. Wow. wow. That's how long it's taken to get these bloody loans approved. Just before they started looking at the file, it was 45 days. So the credit queue is out of control and governments are doing something about it. Yeah, and it's one of those things where there's still going to be that liability for the client, but it's just not having liability on top of liability through that third party who's just offering a service. You don't really see yep. that in other industries that the person offering that service is now liable for the information of the client. So that's where yep. sort of streamlining that. Hayden made comments, interest rates can go as low as they want. Like It's true, but once you've got to think about over the three or five year period, if they just only hack away interest rates, what do you do when they get down to zero? You've got no other levers to pull. It's not sustainable um, to be at zero for 10, 20 years. I know some countries have, but how are necessarily they going? Gen genuine question, we haven't been there. So, and obviously there's that reluctancy to get down there straight away, especially when there are other levers they have implemented to slow down the property market in previous years, so they're just reversing them to streamline it. Hey, Philip, how are you? Hey, Phil. Um, um, interesting guy. Really, really interesting interest. stuff. What else? Let's, let's keep an eye out on it because um, I just think that, you know, and how does it affect mums and dads and everyone out there? I'll tell you how it affects everyone. The easier it is for money, the more people can get money, the more people can buy property, the uh, the more chance property values are not going to go down. 
uh, the more chance the property value is going to go up, which is very, very interesting because my head's been done in at the moment looking at all uh, everyone's opinion as to what the property, everyone's crystal ball on the property market has became, has just gone out of control. Uh, we've got Westpac saying we're going to see 10 to 15% uh, growth over the next year or two. Then we've got uh, equally other media reporting that the market's going to actually absolutely shit itself, particularly when it hits the um, March cliff. Uh, we've even had um, moratoriums on rents extended to March. Um, yes. So where, you know, there's it's it's which shows how serious um, the government's taking the economy. Um, what do you reckon? Well, I think it goes hand in hand with also where the government said they want to streamline and make faster develop, development applications. So if you're going to be approving a lot more buildings and a lot more apartments that are going to come on the market, you need people to be able to buy, to buy them. So you need to loosen this up so people can. And remember what we've said previously when, regardless of this is right or wrong in the, in the long run, when you look at you've you've got the no in no immigration potentially when you look at the economy with immigration tourism education from overseas going to be really hurting over the next 12 months yeah. we, we called yep. this in a show six months ago mark the property market has to get boosted up they need the money we need the money from it so regards because i go there's going to be a lot of people out there that don't agree with this on a principal level like when you read, you're not getting in trouble for lying. It's sort of like, well, what are you trying to encourage? But we, when you don't have the sources of money into the Australian economy, you're going to need. It. If you're going to be building a lot of buildings, you're going to need people to buy it, and you need to streamline it. One, it's taking too long—45 days to check an application in a residential market when you've got to decide to buy the property within weeks. Cooling off to five days. So if the bank won't see it for 45 days, it's it's just not practical. So on that level, and, so, and it's always yeah. going to—it's always going to feel counterintuitive by by taking away regulations. Yes. You know, you're always wanting—you always want to feel like you're in a safer country, like there's, there's you're being protected. Um, but you know, people's rights are also being are being um, are being taken away. And yeah. uh, I know if anyone ever wants to look at uh, if anyone ever Google's Kerry Packer Court Tax. YouTube, those words, Kerry Packer, talk, court, tax, YouTube. Um, have a look at what he says about all these laws in this wonderful country. He says, uh, you know, if you want to introduce a law, you should take away. We are one of the most regulated countries in the world. And if you want to introduce laws, you should take away laws that are not being used, that are not, yeah. that, are, that are there and absolutely useless. Because every law that gets introduced is taking away the rights of people, of certain people, right or wrong, that's taking away the rights of people. So I think that with what the banks are doing, um, it does feel counterproductive by saying how stupid that you're actually letting people lie on, on them. You know, you can almost read it that way, um, yeah. but it's not that at all. It's just you can be overregulated. Like we can make the speed limit on the road 20 kilometres an hour so no one gets into an accident, but it's just counterproductive. It's not right. You just can't get shit done. So What's the same with lending, there's a balance. Yeah, it's like having the speed limit and then putting a secondary driver in there just to monitor you and then having another source. Like, so I've just put the tap at the YouTube link to the carry packet in there so you can have a look at that just for what you referenced there, Mark, um, as well. Oh, but once again, there are still, 
there's still a lot of liability for the applicant. Remember, like you're not saying there's no repercussion, there's no nothing. People got to understand this was like a, a secondary, thirdary. There always has been full liability to the applicant. Yeah. They're going to take the home away from you if you stop paying the mortgage. They're going to make you bankrupt. They're going to take any other property you potentially have. There is full recourse. Not yeah, like America. Yeah, no, yes. America, you can, you, America is not full recourse. You leave the keys on the bench of the bank and say, check, yeah, I'm, I'm not paying anymore. We've got full recourse in this country. Yep. So that's that's it. That's the show for this morning. Love to get your thoughts. Well, I'll put the links in there if you want to have a look at the, the articles. But it will be interesting. I don't, did they, I don't think I know, they said when it implements. Uh, I think it would be pretty quick, though. They want to streamline it. Do you, you know, Mark, if it implements next month or next quarter? Oh, no. I don't know. If anyone knows, let us like, know. I'm thinking it's more like uh, now-ish, as in bang, yeah. it's done. Well, uh, separately. But, but certainly, you know, with, with uh, I, I just think with, with the way the, um, the they do want to support the, the property market, they do, you know, and, and why, the, but why are they doing this? Why they're doing why they're doing this is they're trying to people very the biggest asset class in the country is property ownership is property. So if they see the sentiment in property go down, that's going to hit people in the heart. Harry, how are you? <laughs> How's up? That's going to hit people in the heart very very hard hard yeah. and deep. So they really want to insulate, protect, and put a moat around property in Australia because there's so much sentiment around that, consumer sentiment. People, it can really make people depressed, sad, anxious if they, if they lose their properties or their property value gets eroded. So I think the, I think the, the government is just making sure that they're protecting that asset class. And this is another way that they're doing it, one of many. And I think it would be uh, also watch for the the shooter drop as well because generally when something happens they pull back somewhere else so this is like the big this is great for everyone but then you don't know they may say serviceability goes up or interest rates go up even though i don't think they will but normally there's always another side to a change just to sort of pull back it so it doesn't go crazy or anything like that so i think it will be interesting if there is a second part to this um as well what does the shooter drop mean I don't know, like, you know, when something's too good to be true and then that saying, I don't know, there, there could be there could be something else that comes out with this. Like, it's almost like interest rates drop, yep, that sounds great, but then it gets harder to get the loan. So some people it's good, some people it's bad. Interesting times, my boy. It's crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy times. But that's a wrap for this What's even crazy is I was well, speaking with Vic LaRusso auctioneer and he reckons Northern Beaches is doing well. Um, a bit, bit better than a lot of parts of Sydney. Bit of a plug for the beaches, I know. But, yeah, it's interesting. Yep. And if people want to watch, we've got an auction, I think, 4 o'clock today uh, at French's Forest. So that will so be interesting. It'll be live. That's going to be a great auction to watch, by the way, guys and girls. If you want to watch it, jump on uh, our, our live channel at about – is it – do you know the time definitely? No. But it's Cook Street, isn't it? 56 Cook Street? Yeah, 56 Cook Street. We'll check out that time for everyone if you can now. Um, yeah, yeah. And guys and girls, go on to our... Uh, 
to watch that. Vic LaRusso is going to be the auctioneer today. Um, he is probably one of the best auctioneers in the country, so he's always a pleasure to watch. He's a good guy. Um, and then, um, yeah, when is it? Uh, yeah, two seconds. Auction, 4 p.m. Smash it. I'll put the link in there. So on, property today. on FB, FB, watch our FB channel at 4 p.m. for a phenomenal auction. Yeah. Alrighty. And you'll be back for morning, uh, not morning minutes, uh, breakfast at Novak at 8.30. Breakfast at Novak's done. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Thank Sarah. you, everyone.